Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. From Academy Award-winning director Roger Ross Williams, Life Animated is an inspirational story of Owen Susskind, a young man who was unable to speak as a child until he and his family discovered a unique way to communicate by immersing themselves in the world of classic Disney animated films. This emotional coming-of-age story follows Owen as he graduates to adulthood and takes his first step towards independence. It is a wonderful film, wonderfully directed, and uh, just a uh, just a kind of movie uh, that you will hope to see when you go to see Life Animated. We're, we're fortunate enough to be joined today by the director and the producer of Life Animated, Roger Ross Williams. Roger, welcome to Film School. Thank you. Great to be here. Well, I want to, first things first, uh, getting to know uh, the story of uh, Owen Susskind. Uh, obviously, we haven't mentioned his father, uh, renowned author, best-selling author, uh, Ron Susskind. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you got to know about Owen and, and then moving forward, uh, uh, how you decided to move forward on a documentary about him. Uh, yeah, I've known Ron for about 15 years, and um, we were journalists. I used to be a journalist, um, and we were journalists at ABC. I was a producer. Ron was a on-camera journalist. And, uh, you know, so we just stayed in touch over the years. And when um, he started writing this book, he was telling me about it off and on. And then um, when it was done, he uh, I remember very clearly we um, I was in Boston for a screening of my last film, God Loves Uganda. And I and I went to um, have breakfast with Ron and he said, uh, I have this, um, you know, so he told me about the Disney Club and I was totally blown away and he sent me the galleys, and I, I, I swear it was but probably about three weeks later, I was um, at Owen School filming with them. Wow. Well, it is a remarkable story, and let, let's touch on it. I, I, whenever I talk about a documentary or any kind of a film, I, I like to leave a lot for the audience to discover for themselves. Yes. Uh, so you'll have to be my guide here as we get into the actual story of Owen, but basically the, base, the basic facts are autistic uh, and and was completely uncommunicative for uh, his early part of his life. Talk a little bit about that situation. Yes, yeah, so Owen was um, is what they call regressively autistic. So um, about a third of, of people with autism are regressive aut- autism, where they, which means that about about two and a half to three years old, um, people uh, sort of become autistic. So what happened is that Owen was this neurotypical kid, happy, talkative, communicative. You know, you're a normal developing um, two-year-old. And around three years old, he lost his ability to um, speak, and he lost his motor skills, and um, his family got the diagnosis that um, he has autism. And he, there's footage in in the film of him prior to his regressive autism, and seems very, in fact, in some ways, uh, loquacious, if you will. In terms, I, I mean, three year olds. I'm not around a lot of three year olds, so I, I'm not exactly sure where he was in the development scale. But he seemed to be uh, very engaged and very, very much a part of the, the family life and 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 the activities. 
And as they described it, tell, tell a little bit about that sort of the awakening of, I mean, under uh, beginning to understand what was going on with Owen uh, in there, in his progression. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, when he was, um, so he was three years old and, he, and his, you know, he, Ron describes it as a kidnapping and he disappeared. Um, but he started watching endless Disney animated films. Mm-hmm. And for years he watched these films and he loved watching the classic animated films, The Little Mermaid, The Lion King, Dumbo, um, Bambi. And he started watching these films and then Years later, he uttered his first word, and it was juice or vos. <laughs> and his parents thought he wanted juice. Mm-hmm. And then he, they were watching Little Mermaid. They would often watch these films with him. And he kept on rewinding the part where Ursula says, just your voice. And they realized that's what he was trying to say, just your voice, a silent child. Those are the first words he chooses. So they had this hope, but the doctor said, oh, it's something called echolalia. He's just repeating um, what he's seen, and it sort of drowned out their hopes. And, um, you know, time went by, and um, Owen came into a room when it was his brother Walt's birthday, and he said, um, he said a whole sentence, Walt doesn't want to grow up like Mowgli or Peter Pan. Yeah. And they, it was like a lightning bolt went through the, the room, and, they, and, and Ron and Cornelia realized that Owen was deciphering. He was not only just saying the words, he knew what they meant. And that's when Ron snuck into his room, grabbed the puppet, and spoke to him in the voice of Gilbert Godfrey and yeah. said, Owen, how does it feel to be you? And Owen had a conversation with his dad for the first time, speaking to the Iago puppet. Now, now, Roger, what was going into this? How much uh, information, how much had you been around autism or the issues surrounding autism before you got involved with this uh uh, I didn't know anything about autism. I didn't know anyone living with autism. I had no connection to autism. And um, I think that really helped me as a filmmaker because I really, as I, I was uncomfortable in the beginning. I was uncomfortable around Owen. I didn't know, you know, how to act or how to communicate. And as I figured that out and unlock that and as I get to know and get inside Owen's head, for me, this whole film is about getting inside Owen's head. It's about telling the story from the inside, looking out, and really experiencing the world through Owen's eyes. And so as that happened, you transform as a viewer, um, and, and you don't know in the beginning what he, he's mumbling and pacing, and you don't know what he's saying, but by the end, you know exactly what's going on. You know, and that's one of the charms, uh, one of the wonderful things about Life Animated is uh, I had that sense as well that uh, that the audience, you and the audience, were were on a journey to to to, to kind of come to grips with this. This is uh, like so many, it, I'll call it neurological dis- diseases. Um, I don't know if that's the right medical term for it, where we tend to shy away because for a lot of reasons. And I and I in in this film, I think. You, there's sort of a, an attempt to address all of those kinds of fears and misunderstandings about not just autism, but about neurological brain disorders, if you will. Uh, and it, it comes across in the film that uh, it's, it's a sense of discovery, a sense of understanding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, is that how you, you want? I assume that's what you were, some of what you were looking for in making Life Animated. <laughs> Yeah, I was looking to, you know, really, uh, you know, demystify autism and 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 sort of show, you know, what this one young man's um, 
what what re- what really goes on in his head and 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 how sort of quite brilliant he is and and you know Owen is someone who you know grew up watching these films so much that he was really raised on a sort of a diet of myth and fable and that's what these classic Disney animated films are they're really classic myth fables that have been you know told for thousands of years and just updated by Disney and and that makes Owen very wise cuz Owen cuz we all use story and as a way to connect as a way to you know as human beings we use story to connect with one another and i think Owen having mastered these sort of classic stories the hero's journey he really has mastered he really has a deeper understanding of life and um so i grew i learned so much about him both as a as a storyteller i learned so much about the power of story from him um and and i think what the film does is it really shows you that people with autism no matter what their affinity or what they focus on it for owen it was a disney animated films but for someone else it's different but they all have something to offer us and that and that and i get that from audiences they they're like you know i didn't understand autism going into this but i totally get it after seeing this film and that, again, by the way, we're speaking with Roger Ross Williams, the director and producer of the film Life Animated. It's opening today as we speak, uh, July 1st, 2016, here in Los Angeles at the Landmark Theater, as well as in, if you're hearing the sound of my voice via the wonders of the Internet, you, you'll know that it's opening in New York at the IFC Center, as well as the Lincoln Plaza 6. And and also rolling out across the country from that point forward um, for quite a quite a number of uh, of months or weeks I should say and check the the website lifeanimateddoc.com to find out more about the film and where it's going to be screening uh, and I again you know to the essence of what life animated is about is also the the discovery that someone's in there and I I think every parent anyone who's ever dealt with someone with autism. Uh, or any, I'll go, my, you know, parents, it's touched me and Alzheimer's. I have a cousin with, with, uh, with, uh, uh, autism, knowing in some sense that they are still in there. And I think that was in the film. You see, uh, Ron and Cornelia, you know, that, my God, what a, what an amazing moment that must have been for them to, uh, to realize that, yes, he is in there. And I, and again, it's one of the more, you know, uh, illuminating and exciting moments in the film is to know that Owen is in there and that he can be reached and uh, the the light that's being shined on this issue in terms of your film um, are we seeing any any movement or what are we seeing in terms of the issues surrounding autism is that something that you're hearing more about because of this film yeah, you know, we've screened the film with um, autism organizations across the, you know, different uh, around the country, and it's been amazing. And um, and I, you know, it's great the, that the autism community has embraced the film. You know, but I mean, what for me, it's just really a, a coming of age story mm-hmm. about, you know, it's about a. Uh, a boy becoming a young man and what that means and it's and it and you know all the sort of classic things have happened to everyone you know, universally like we we all graduate and fall in love and and have these sort of and, and strike out on our own and become independent from our parents and 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 I you know always wanted this film to be 
really first a classic coming of age story and the stakes are higher because Owen has autism but but it really has this sort of universal theme that I think people really can connect to yeah the film uh, has been um, celebrated I think uh, a, a understatement to say that it's won uh, audience awards audience have certainly embraced this film and i uh, the full frame film festival winner the audience award winner also at the san francisco international film festival as well as uh, directing award at the sundance film festival yeah and we just won the nantucket audience award at the nantucket film festival just last, last week um it's we've won a, about six audience awards around it's been um pretty amazing audiences it's like a it's like a rock concert when when especially when owen is there because the people are on their feet cheering and owen just comes down the aisle high-fiving people and taking the stage and just really he's been thriving in front of audiences and it's really just just amazing to see now in terms of that it, it, do we do we understand kind of the the upside the the higher end of his I'll call it functionality his ability to uh, integrate into the world or is there sort of do you see I mean obviously it sounds like you're seeing some real growth in terms of his development his particular development um, is is there hope I mean obviously there's hope for a lot of the, uh, research being done now on autism the, the ability to understand what's going on. But um, I I assume that that's part of the part of the narrative here is that this this work is continuing and they're making progress in terms of getting through to to the people with autism. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, I think that Ron and Cornelia have started a movement in this what they call now affinity therapy and mm-hmm. and actually connecting to people with autism using their their passion. Uh, it's sort of a their passion becomes a pathway to reach them, and I think that's something that's new and 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 fresh and that's coming out of the film. And I think you know, it's a it's a guide. I mean, and also you know, this film is 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 as much about. Um, parenting mm-hmm. and um, a film about love and family and you know Ron and Cornelia were passionate about finding a way to connect with their son and they stopped at nothing even when doctors told them oh you know don't encourage him don't encourage him uh, they they realized that they could connect to him and they found a way in and they did <laughs> <laughs> and they certainly did well this uh this is a again. I, I can imagine how audiences would would relate to this and and embrace this film. And that's um, yeah. It's it's an easy. It's a very warm hearted and invel- and engaging film. And obviously Owen is an engaging person. And I can you imagine Owen wanting to uh, become a filmmaker? It's, you know, I think Owen really wants to do voiceover work in, for for Disney, and and um, we were at uh, a couple months ago. We were at Pixar, and he went into the booth, and he just is, he's an amazing. He does amazing voices, and That's true. um, you know, that would be his dream. And when you ask him what he wants to do, he's like, yes, I, he wants to move to Burbank, California, and work for Disney doing doing voices. <laughs> Well, yeah, and he does. You're right, and he's able to mimic. Uh, you know, you mentioned Gilbert Godfrey, who's the the parrot from Aladdin. Uh, I could. He does a great. He does a lot of impersonations. Obviously, uh, he's good at it, and uh, and yeah, I could easily see him uh, seeing him do that. And I think it'd be quite a story for him. And I, I just, as a kind of a sidebar, I, I think it's important to point out um, Ron Suskin, Suskin's 
his contribution uh, to and and Cornelia's contribution, as you mentioned, parenting their their de- desire to stay engaged, to continue to engage uh, Owen, uh, and through it all, and 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 what terrific people they are. But also, just as a journalist, I I, I have been a fan of his work. He's a Pulitzer Prize winning uh, writer. Uh, I just think it's another part of this film to to kind of see the uh, human side of one of what I think is one of America's greatest uh, journalists. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a... Yeah, you know, and, and when he was doing all this, um, you know, in that, at the White House and doing all this work as a journalist, you know, he was coming home and doing voices with his son at night. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, somehow the, the, the contrast to that, you know, he's this sort of tough, hard-fighting journalist by day, and he's, you know, a Disney character at night. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's... It's a terrific. The whole package here of of the people involved in this, and uh, is it's a it's a wonderful film. And as I said, number of awards. Uh, and you yourself, as a filmmaker, uh, you mentioned uh, God Loves Uganda as a as a film that you did back in two thousand and thirteen, a critical acclaim, uh, spotlighting uh, the injustice uh, that is going on in Africa re- regarding. Um, Gay and Lesbians, and uh, your Academy Award-winning uh, Music by Prudence. Uh, as a filmmaker, y- you continue uh, to to push forward. Are you in any anything now that you you're working on that you can talk to us about? Yeah, you know, I'm um uh, been flirting flirting with moving into narrative work. I've um I'm doing a film with CNN Films. Um, about um which is a very personal film my next film and a very tough subject so okay. which is about um mass incarceration and uh my fa- you know through the eyes of my family and friends who are sort of caught in that cycle and it's a very um you know it's sort of like a sort of like an essay on mass incarceration <laughs> well th- please come back and talk to us about that because it's a subject that uh, I have been pursuing I I've been in politics myself. I, uh-huh. I I was part of a ballot initiative to amend the California Three Strikes Law back in 2004. Oh, wow. I was the campaign manager for that. So very much and, and know exactly what you're talking about when you talk about mandatory sentencing, mass incarceration, the judicial system, Michelle Alexander, the new yes. <laughs> Jim Crow. Uh, Dawn Porter's been doing some wonderful work in her documentaries on, yeah. on this subject. Yeah. So it, it is something that we're, well, we talk about it. We're, there's still a long, long ways to go before we actually do something about it. Yeah. And... Uh, well, it's always a pleasure, always, always uh, thrilling to talk to you and uh, continue the wonderful work that you are doing and continue to do, um, especially now with Life Animated out for people to go see. Again, you can go to lifeanimateddoc.com to find out more about the film, and you can be checking your local listings and uh, and be listening to Film School to find out when and where you can go see all these wonderful movies. Roger Ross-Williams director, producer of Life Animated. I want to thank you so much for being a part of Film School. Sure, thank you. It's great to, great to be here. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.